Good morning and welcome to Shop Girls on My Talk 1071. This is Harmony Kaplan, and I am here today with my favorite shop boy, Grant Whitaker. Well, you knew I'd be back, and here well, I am. I did, all in red. Too. I am. Is yes. there a reason? I like the red. I like the red. It's bright. It's a good color, though, don't you think? Yeah, I do think it's a really good color. But in, in your hair is different every time I see you. I just don't know how you do all of that. You know, it's just that grooming process. You got to keep it cute. <laughs> I agree with you. That's that's true. <laughs> we have a big show. Lots of things to get to. Um, and I should tell you right now that if you have questions, you can call anytime. But 12 o'clock is when we really take questions at 651-641-1071. And so if you have questions for Grant... Um, on fashion yeah you know you just aren't sure what looks good with what or a little self-help yeah really (laughs) shopping help (laughs) we are we are the black belt shoppers you know absolutely absolutely so you can feel free to call in um also at 11 30 we are going to be talking to madeline knockbar from minneapolis st paul magazine about uh minnesota fashion week yes which mn fashion week Yes. Which is uh, coming up this week. And so she's going to give us some of the lowdown about that. But I want to get to a few things that are really current. Um, I thought this was very interesting because we know in the North Loop there is kind of a shortage of parking. Well, I mean, there's just there's so much in that area. Yeah. And it's it's not easy. And so Martin Patrick three, which we know is a luxury menswear store of home furnishings. It's it's a it's fabulous. The store. most amazing. If store. you haven't been there, you certainly want to get in there. But they have decided to have valet parking. And I think it's probably a very smart idea. They said that. They, uh, the North Loop already has lost, just recently lost two parking lots, uh, one that was by Industrial Lighting and another by Alliance Francais, Francaise. Alliance. Uh, okay, that one Allianz, too. Allianz, yeah, I took French There too. you go. Gosh, okay. <laughs> anyway, he said, too often from uh, we hear from our customers who said, I wouldn't, I would stop by, but we couldn't find a place to park. And, you know, obviously we know a lot of the restaurants have valet parking, but this is really a first i think there are malls obviously mall of america yes. does right and at peak seasons Galleria a lot of does. the other will will have valet parking but it's kind of a first for a, a store down in the north loop um and there are others that are considering it cooks of crocus hill said you know they have a store in north loop and in st paul and stillwater and they have been considering that uh for june and july because he said they get a lot of complaints from their customers but anyway uh they said they agonized over the price mm-hmm. at martin patrick three but they have decided on five dollars uh they wanted it to be free but obviously it's an expensive thing for them too and the city has raised the meter prices so they're not making money off of it they're actually just doing it as a service and the in case you thought that if you buy something, the fee is waived. No. That's but, you know, happen. I think that's kind of okay. <laughs> I mean, they are like our our local men's Neiman Marcus retailer. Right. I mean, it's a great store. Yeah, I absolutely. think it makes sense. So they're going to offer it daily, the, the valet parking from noon to close. And so far, they've had about 10 to 15 customers a day that have been using the service and um, there, uh, <clears throat> excuse me, there are others in the area you just mentioned that you were at the hewing. Yeah. And that's they have valet parking and it was $18. <laughs> yeah. $18. It's 16 to $18 usually. Yeah. I mean, yeah. that gets pricey. 
And Monte Carlo does have valet parking that they, it's kind of part valet and part self parking because they share the lot with, um, like Danolo and Hazel and Rose and, and Pacifier. So Russell and Hazel. Thank you. Russell and Hazel. But yes. Hazel and Rose is also a boutique in the North Loop. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So there we come full circle. So anyway, I think it's probably a good idea. It's obviously something their customers want. Yes. <clears throat> so that's happening. Shopping um, conveniences the, are good. And the other thing that's going to happen, I guess this week, I just found out, I mean, Rosedale is really on top of things. I mean, well, they, we've talked a lot about them in the last couple of months. Yeah, they have really stepped up the game for malls and they are going to open an aquarium called Sequest. They haven't given the actual opening date yet, but it should be sometime this next week. And they're not going to have just aquarium. They're going to have interactive events. You can take a picture with a sloth. Oh. How would you like that? I don't they're, know. Is it well, cute? They are cute. Sloths, <laughs> they move really slowly. But they are very cute. So um, that's something to, to mark down as something to check on because uh, the date should be announced very soon because they're obviously just about ready, just haven't quite figured out what day it's going to something be. Something to take the grandkids to. Yeah, that would be a good thing if right. I knew how to get to Rosedale. No, I do. I know how to get to Rosedale. I really do. Um, so anyway, the other thing, and I know the Stephanie's talked about it too, but I just think it's an amazing thing. And if you have a, a feeling about this and want to call in, feel free to call at 651-641-1071. Grand Avenue, after 45 years, canceled Grand Day. Grand All Day. Grand All Day. Grand All Day. And... They say it will be back next year, um, bigger and better, apparently. But I think there are those who don't necessarily think that's the, the situation. Uh, and so there are some people who decided that it's time to do something else. And they're calling it Grand Old Day anyway, oh. which I think is cute. And they're going to have a pub crawl along the normal stretch that goes um, begins at Lexington and goes through Tavern on Grand. And they're hoping a whole bunch of businesses will join in. There's going to be a $25 ticket price to get, uh, and you get a T-shirt, and you get your first Summit Tap free, hmm. and the additional ones will be $4, and you'll get a map of the participating businesses. Um, what do you think about that? Well, I mean, it's hard because, you know, like, as you know, also, they they didn't do fireworks this last year. On right. The 4th this of July. is like the second event that they've canceled. Yeah. So I think people are really if you are, you know, if this is your tradition and you're used to that, I think it's hard for people to move away from. Yeah. And I think it, it came as kind of a shock because it's kind of last minute when you think about it, because it was supposed to happen on June. I think it's June 2nd. Well, it's early June. So, I mean, that's not a lot is. of notice. I, I saw a, that one business had already ordered extra merchandise because they always have to have more to plan for. this. Sure. Yes. So, it's, but you know, and that's also such a great part of town and people flock to go there. I mean, it's a great street to shop on. It's a great street to walk down. It seems odd to me. Yeah, I thought so, too. But, um, you know, I don't know. Hopefully they will come back and really make it bigger than it's been but yeah we were not in charge nobody asked no. us they should have but they didn't um okay so meanwhile moving on to some other exciting news that's happening target just 
never ceases to amaze me. They come up with one thing after another. Well, I loved it when you, I sent you something, you sent me something, and there were both articles about Target. Right, right, because Target comes up with one brand after another, it would seem, and they've introduced two new brands right now that are kind of exciting. The first one is called Everspring, and obviously with Earth Day being this past week, it was a good time to... Uh, to introduce this and it's their household goods brands and they're going to have the everything is made of ingredients that are from plants or other renewable material and post-consumer recycled paper i know i think that's so amazing and they have like 70 items yes and what i thought was also interesting is that the this whole thing was developed by their internal design team I read that. So they've got, you know, I mean, it's hand soap, paper towels, detergent, all of the things that that you would need. Um, And they said, you know, it's an example of how we're listening and responding to the evolving needs of our guest in a way that's uniquely target. And so they uh, they said that they are playing up the competitive pricing of Everspring products. The line sells for about 20 percent less than comparable brands. So, but you know they did such a good job as Target does with the the marketing and the you know the packaging. I mean it looks great. I mean it's Yeah, I think so too. environmentally friendly and you know recyclable materials, but it also looks super luxury. And it's in stores and online already and it will be be available all year through. And the other one that we have to talk about quickly is Sun their Squad. Sun Squad. Yes. I love this one. I thought this was so interesting. I mean they're talking about 600 playful products for, you know, summer. That range from floaties. And, you know, I mean, I love that it was designed around nature and the palm prints. And And they're really cute things. Really cute. Funny kind of, you know, I I love there was a kid's chair. I think it's a kid's chair. It looks like it. That looks like um, I can't tell if it's an ice cream cone with sprinkles or a donut on the back of it. Well, and it's so funny because it's really trend based. I mean, look at everything in like really good print volume and fashion and everything right now. It's like they're playing that up into their... They're all the different accessories and the outside gear that you can have and the glasses and everything. Yes. I I mean, I think, you know, they just really know how to do these things. They've got, um, oh my goodness, they have a a collection of nearly 600 playful products, they say, for the whole family. And some of the things start as low as $1.50, so you can't beat that. Anyway, so that's that's the latest Target Good time news. to stock yeah, up, right? Yeah, it really is. Uh, so when we come back, we're going to talk about a dress code for parents. Ponder that. More Shop Girls right after this. Welcome back to Shop Girls on My Talk 1071, Everything Entertainment. I am Harmony Kaplan. Allison is not here today, but Grant Whitaker is, and that's always fun to have you here. I'm always happy to be here. Well, we were talking that we were going to talk about a dress code for parents, and this was a story that came out this week. Uh, A good story. It is. (laughs) uh, A Houston high school announced earlier this month that parents are going to need to conform to a dress code in order to enter the school. Uh, and why don't you tell us what they said in their, in their letter, what they said the parents could not wear to school events. Yeah, so, uh, you know, in reading this article, obviously, there's a dress code that's at the school. Why shouldn't the parents have to conform to that, right? Apparently. So it it sounds like you can't show up if you are a parent to school 
in a satin cap or bonnet oh, on darn your head. It. Yes. Okay. Uh, you also <laughs> need to take out your hair rollers mm-hmm. before you come down the halls of the school. Mm-hmm. Uh, no pajamas of any kind. Oh, okay. You're, you're gonna have None. to. You're gonna have to get dressed. Oh, you know, really? to come out. No nightgowns night either. Uh, no, and it looks like if you're going to have leggings, you mm-hmm. may want to have some that are not showing your bottom, or <laughs> some that cover your body. Huh. That was, that's kind of odd. That's very, I don't even want to like, think about what the people have been wearing. I know. And then um, no sagging pants. Okay. Right? So yeah. can't be on trend there. Okay. <laughs> and men, you you need to wear a shirt, no undershirts. Oh, okay. Yeah. So you might you right. might want to put on a real shirt. And yeah. of course, no Daisy Dukes. Do you know what those are? Yeah, they're really short shorts. No hot mama short pants. So no. Yeah, gotta leave like those where at home. your buns kind of well, hang out I the mean, bottom? it's kind of an interesting story, isn't it? I'm like... I'm thinking, who's your mama? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I just, I don't know what to think about this. Because there was a, there was a woman who said that one, do, one day before the letter was dated, um, she had gone to school. She had a headscarf on. <laughs> and she was going in to actually register her daughter. And she was wearing the headscarf. And she had a t-shirt dress that had Marilyn Monroe on the front of it. Hmm. And they said, "Uh, uh-uh, you Get can't out. come in." I mean, I don't know that I think that that's quite fair. And then there was another one who said, "I'm sorry, the principal may have plenty of money." The, another parent who said, "The principal may have plenty of money in time to go to the hairdresser weekly and have all of the, her stuff done." But having a wrap on your head is not offensive and it should not be controversial. So what do you think? Do you think that a school has a right to do that? Well, I think the thing is, you know, if you're expecting your kids to show up at school and look proper and there's a particular dress code, you know, I mean, I would be mortified if my mother showed up, you know, with rollers in her hair and walked me down the hall. I mean, I think there's certain things I think if it I think everything's presentation. Right. You know, I mean. If if there if you have traditional values that mean you you wear a headscarf, right? There's nothing then wrong that with that. Should be completely one hundred percent okay because Absolutely. it's you know that's a beautiful statement. Yep. yep. If you're showing up with a do rag on your head and your hair looks a hot mess, then maybe not. I mean, you know, covering your bottom. I think you know you would think that parents know these things. Right. I mean, you know, you you think about how when your kid is getting ready for school, you don't want them to go in certain clothes that maybe show too much or or whatever i can remember years and years ago because she was probably in i don't know my allison was probably in well she was in grade school and she had been at some kind of carnival or something and got a t-shirt that said budweiser on the front and she got dressed for school one day and i said no that's not gonna fly take that off and i think as a parent you know you watch what they wear but i I, you know i don't know that they have a a right to make a dress code you i i I don't know it's a hard one because don't you think that you have to i mean as a parent you have to set the example of course you do i mean would you you have worn daisy dukes oh my goodness are you kidding me with your pink lipstick <laughs> Absolutely not. But I mean, I you know, that's what you think. Now, I think like if a mother is late, you know, and she's yeah. hurrying and dropping a kid off at the door and not right. going in, that's a whole different thing. If right. you're, you know, you're in your PJs, nobody's going to see you. But I would think that as an adult, hopefully you know better 
than to go into school in something that's inappropriate. But, you know, I'm just looking at it being the advocate here. You create a dress code for kids or a uniform so that everybody is in the same mind. Yeah. You don't see class or certain standards. You right. just see everybody in one mind. And maybe that's what they're trying to do, too, with the parents is go, if we see you in this light and you follow this code, you know, we don't care what you have in terms of means or, have right. you know, if you've got good means or no means, you all look the same. Yeah, I it it's very strange, and I have a feeling it's not going to fly. Well, obviously, there's it's it's a very very uh, there's a lot of backlash a lot to of the fly, story. A lot yes. of fly. Well, anyway, I'm glad we don't have to worry about that yes. here. At least we don't know that we do. Okay, so I got it. We got to talk about Tom Tim Gunn because Tim <laughs> Gunn, I love him, and we all know about Marie Kondo and her uh, items that spark joy, yes. and that's how you. Clean your house out and get rid of everything that doesn't. And Tim Gunn, he says what he feels, and I love it. And he said that he has twice been asked to conduct an interview with Marie Kondo, and both times he declined. Yes. And he said he was on a podcast, One Way Ticket Show. I've never listened to that podcast, but maybe I'm going to have to. Um, and he said, I'm not a believer. I don't subscribe to her methods. The whole business about sparking joy. I mean, I have a huge number of books. Do they all spark joy? Roger's Thesaurus does not spark joy. Am I going to get rid of it? No. And obviously, you know, I think that that it's maybe that's her little key phrase. It isn't something that she means quite, you know, as as literal as yes, that. Yeah. Right. But he said he also watched three minutes of the first episode and thought, I can't take this any longer. And so then some of his friends said, you really should try it. It's actually a good show and all of that. So he tried to watch one, he said, but he just, he couldn't get through it. He said he didn't learn anything from it, but he did learn. He said he learned this at one point when she's arriving in the morning. (laughs) They all act as though they've never seen each other before when you know she was there yesterday and it was day 11. Right. So she is, he is not a proponent of Marie Kondo. Now, there are a lot of famous people, including um, Jennifer Garner and Kate Hudson and Katie Couric, who say that, you know, she's really changed their them. lives. Yeah. Yes. And I guess her show is doing well. Have you ever watched it? I have not. You know, I mean, I'm I'm a little on the Tim Gunn methodology. Yeah. You know, I mean, I'm just like I it's like it, to his point, get with it. Yeah. You know, I mean, there are certain ways that you can do this and you I mean, I get it. I, everybody needs joy in their life, but you don't need two weeks to do it no and everything doesn't spark joy i mean you know i can hold up a dish towel that i like because it dries my dishes well right it really doesn't give me a lot well, of and joy if people are listening you're not familiar with marie kondo of course it's someone who comes into your home and cleans up your lifestyle in terms of your home aesthetics and what you need to keep and what you need to get rid of yeah you know but again i agree with him i think it's a lot of hoopla yeah I, I think so, too. But you know what? I mean, it's different strokes for different folks. And exactly. if it works for you, terrific. Right. I don't think I could handle it. I could certainly use somebody to just clean my house out. But, you know. Well, and cleanup is one thing. and But I think you also are smart. People are smart enough to know what they want to keep or what they don't want yeah, to keep. You would think so. Yeah. You'd think so. Well, anyway, we're not going to probably settle that here. No. But, you know, whatever. Um, when we get back, we are going to talk to Madeline Nakbar from Minneapolis-St. Paul Magazine and find out all about MN Fashion Week. So do not go away. Welcome back to...
to Shop Girls on My Talk 1071. This is Harmony Kaplan along with Grant Whitaker today. And right now on the phone, we are going to talk. We're very happy to have Madeline Knockbar. Are you there, Madeline? I'm here. Hi, Hi how are you? Madeline, I'm great. Get, happy Saturday. Well, same to you. We'd like the sun to come out. Can you do anything about that? Uh, I don't know. I'm going to a gala. <laughs> but you're a good, su- you're a good sunny girl nice anyways. Spring, get up ready. Yeah. <laughs> so Madeline is, let's give your title. So I, I don't want to botch it up. Give me your exact title at Minneapolis St. Paul yes. Magazine. I'm the trend and style editor of Minneapolis St. Paul Magazine. Okay, that sounds good to me. And as a result, one of the things we want to talk to you about today is it is time for MN Fashion Week. Is that correct? Yes. So yes, it's kicked off. It's that time of year again. Oh yeah, and we seems- just saw each other this week at Men's to Fashion on Thursday. Yeah, oh, kind oh. of the inaugural kickoff um, event every year for or twice a year for Men's Out of Fashion Week. Um, I don't know about you, Grant, but my schedule is pretty jam packed with some fun events um, starting next week. You know, all kind of geared towards celebrating our unique fashion um, and creative communities. So, are there there shows that start? This week, this coming week, or yeah. what? Tell us what yeah. the what the schedule is and what you're excited about. Yeah, there's honestly a lot going on, so it's honest. It's hard to hit every single event. Oh yes, I'm going to one tomorrow. Um, put on by Sarah Edwards, obviously one of the co-founders of Minnesota Fashion Week, called "I Am Fabulous." And oh, I love that for a couple of years now. Yes, and it's a um, it's at the gorgeous Hutton House and. It is a fashion show that celebrates beauty and style at every age. And I think the coolest part about it is it features women all over the age of 60 as the runway models. So kind of a unique style show that we're used to right. seeing. And I think it's really important that we do engage with those community members. And I'm really excited personally to experience it. They the like clothes too. Pop-ups. Yeah. You know, sometimes yes, people yeah, forget right? that, you know, there is yep. no age at which you stop. Well, and they do fashion. a really good job with that show and, and pushing trend and a good envelope. And so there's something for everybody. It's good to showcase how different body types and different ages can adapt those trends. I mean, we all want to, like you mentioned, Harmony, you know, we all want to try out new trends each season. So this is kind of a great way to showcase um, uh, through, through live models. Absolutely. Yeah, no, Absolutely. And okay, and what? So that's that is on. That's tomorrow. Tomorrow night. It's tomorrow actually, it's a it's a it's, it's actually on a day event. They have bubbles, um, bubbly mimosas. Um, there's brunch. There's some shop pop up shops. I believe all the VIP tickets are sold out for that, but there are still um, some general admission tickets remaining, and you can find those on the Fashion Week um, MN website. Well, okay. and you and I were talking this week on Monday. There's this great emerging designer event, which is also a yeah. free event. Free, totally free. Um, it's at the new Canopy by Hilton um, Hotel downtown. I've heard great things about it. It's supposed to be beautiful. Um, like you mentioned, it is free. And it's the first ever emerging designer showcase um, in mixers, what they're calling it. Um, I mean, of course, Minnesota, it's, it's filled with, with local designers, makers, artists. So this is just an opportunity for people to connect and mingle with these emerging designers, learn a little bit more about their story, check out their collections. Um, sounds like a pretty fun but casual uh, event that is free. So, Madeline, they're really, I mean, you know, there's certain designers that have been around the Twin Cities for quite some time. But are you finding that there are a lot of new designers that are coming up as well? There are, actually, yes. That's part of the reason why I'm really excited to um, attend the event tomorrow. Um, there are quite a few names I had never heard of before, which is really exciting. Um, you see some students come from 
you know, I, I know St. Kate's putting on an event uh, next week. You always see, you know, some students from the U of M. I mean, it seems that with every senior graduating class, there's an opportunity to learn uh, about and explore new designers. So I'm really excited to check that out because that always gives me, you know, great content for the magazine. I mean, we always want to tell the stories of some of those younger, more emerging designers. Well, and I also feel like as a community right now, a lot of designers, we're really embracing all different kind of cultural aspects of these right. new emerging designers. So, you know, we're seeing just all kinds of different fun prints from all these new emerging designers as well. Right. And I think it's really fun, too, to see events popping up from, you know, independent designers, from boutiques. I mean, Grant, I know you had some involvement in or have some involvement in Queen Anna's show coming up on Thursday. Um, and then there's also, you know, fun kind of experiential events that blend art and fashion. I mean, on Friday, there's this, I mean, everyone's familiar with uh, Larissa Loden, you know, the incredible local, love her, the local jewelry designer. She's amazing. And she is launching this kind of a, she's calling it, I believe a content museum and it's called you're a gem. And it's at Northrop King building and kind of the kickoff party for this. um, I believe it's a couple of weeks. This will run for a few weeks, but the kickoff event is on Friday and it's just like experiential gallery that she dreamt up and she's partnering with, local artists and designers and this whole kind of creative content space is um, inspired by the her gemstones used in her collections. Well, that's and exciting. It's super cool. And I think we're seeing a lot of those like experiential events and proliferate kind of on the on the event space too, you know, with the Minnesota Super Bowl pop, soda pop with Candytopia. It's like really Instagrammable kind of right. eye candy like moments. So I think you'll definitely want to charge your cell phone for this event because I think you'll have a lot of Instagrammable moments. Oh, sure. absolutely. And Madeline, if people want to get this whole list and, and know all of the activities that they could attend, where's a good place for them to, uh, yep. to go? There are, yeah, there are so many more events. Um, I kind of barely scratched the surface here, but you can check out the full roster online, uh, fashionweekmn.com. And the nice thing is that they organize it by day too so if you know okay i'm free on wednesday and i can maybe hit up a couple of different fashion week events you can filter that way and 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 figure out where you want to go okay that's great we only have a, a, about a minute left um i noticed there's this new market that's going to open that you wrote about the is it do you pronounce it tear or how do you pronounce tear market. it okay tear can market, you just yes. briefly tell us about that yeah, so Tear Market actually it opened up last week, um, and it was good timing with Earth Day actually because Tear Market is Minnesota's first zero waste store. Ah. Um, really awesome. I mean, of course, we're hearing so much about, especially in the fashion space, you know, all about sustainable right. ethical fashion, but. Right. This is really kind of your one-stop shop. It's in South Minneapolis, and there really are only a couple of these zero-waste store concepts, only a couple around the country, actually, Ooh, um, more right? so on the coast. Hmm. But you can literally go in and buy, it's kind of your one-stop shop for home goods, um, just kind of like everyday kind of functional items and necessities, but also beauty, like deodorant, toothpaste, um, bamboo toothbrushes. They're all items that are made of recycled products and don't require you throw away any packaging, which is oh, really that's incredible. Great. We've all received... I mean, we're all guilty. I order these things on Amazon sometimes, sure. and they come in like a box. Within Absolutely, a box, within a box. Yeah, it's right. Just, it's a shame. So Too I much. still actually have yet to check it out, but I'm really excited but to. It check is currently, really but it has opened. It it is open already. It, it is open. Okay. Yeah, it's been open okay. for about a week now. Well, I wish that we had more time. It just sort of flies by. But I I think that you know people can check out at you said it's MN Fashion. FashionWeekMN.com. Okay, yep. okay. Because there's so many things going on, and I know that you'll be writing about them in Minneapolis St. Paul Magazine. And thank Absolutely. you, thank you for talking to us. And about I look it forward today. to being your date this week. 
Yes, oh, I can't wait. Thanks so, so much. Oh. Hopefully I'll see you at some event. <laughs> oh, okay, thanks so much, Madeline. We'll be back with Whose yeah. Look Is It Anyway right after this. you got to love those chain smokers, don't you? Well, aren't you one? Well, <laughs> no, I am not. I'm talking about the singing group, and they're very good. Um, this is Harmony Kaplan, and that was Grant Whitaker, and you're listening to Shop Girls on My Talk 1071, Everything Entertainment. Uh, Allie is not with us today, but she's here in spirit. I hear she's in Costa Rica. Do you? Yeah. Really? She flew the getting, coop. Getting her bikini on. <laughs> Probably. So before we get into whose look, yes. um, you went to a new store. Yeah, I mean, that's and why we're here. We're, sh- we're shop girls. We're talking right. shop. So, no, there is a really yeah. cute news store that opened on, on the corner of Xerxes and 50th, kind of right in that little yeah, Edina, was, Minneapolis area. Right. Like, there is the vinegar store still there? It is. Okay. And Dunn yeah. Brothers. And then Dunn Brothers. And, I, and, and then, I went by there, you know, a few weeks ago and noticed that there were a lot of empty spaces, but obviously one is filled. Yeah. So this great new store is called Queenie and Pearl. And it's like I was saying to you this morning. It's very like Melrose, L.A. You know, you yeah. get a really great T-shirt. You get a really great find. She's got one of kind of one of a kind pieces. <clears throat> Designers that I hadn't heard of before in some collections. Really? Price points are super affordable. She is really sweet. I mean, there's kind of something is it for one, everybody. Is it, did you talk to the owner? Is I it, did, yeah. Okay, and is this her first foray into This is. A, this is her first store, but she comes from a, a big background of being in retail and being a stylist. And I mean, so the store is very nicely curated. Oh, that's fun. Okay, and the name it's, again, I like the name. It's Queenie and Pearl. Queenie and Pearl. Is it yeah. named for people in her life or dogs? I or don't what? know. But, you know, I mean, you there's a little that? bit. Well, I was Jeez, so Grant. interested in the little bit of like. It has a little bit of like the San Francisco rock and roll vibe to yeah. it, too. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Really great store. Okay. So if you're so looking for something different and need yeah. a goodbye, Mother's um, Day is around the corner. It is. Um, you know, the other store that it just sounds a little bit like that. Um, I always get it wrong. Is it Burlap and B? No, Burlap. Bees and Burlap? Bur- it's on. It's right by Agriculture off of 50th in, in France. Oh, beat no! But it's burlap and oh. I was gonna say bead monkey. Okay. No, no, oh no, no, no! It's it's no, it certainly isn't. Um, I uh, I'll look it up during the break. But um, I always get the name wrong. But they've got great gift ideas for oh, nice. men and women. It's just a little shop, and it's sort of right behind Agriculture, the restaurant on fiftieth. So, yep. Okay. Just off of fiftieth. So um, that's a place to check. Anyway, okay, we digress because this is the time in the show. When we take some looks, we say, yeah, I'm not so sure. Whose look is it anyway? I can't believe she's wearing that outfit. It's time for the shop girls to ask. Can I ask you something? Whose look is it anyway? Well, you know, one of my favorites is Gigi Hadid. I know she is. And Gigi Hadid always has something new um, or old, in, as in this case. I can't tell if she's one of your favorites or she drives you nuts. Uh, I love how you say her name. <laughs> say it again. Gigi Hadid. And you know, her sister is Bella Hadid. Yes. And her brother is Anwar. And her mother is... Yolanda. Mrs. Yolanda. That's Yolanda. Right. Yolanda. Anyway, so Gigi, we're not sure if she thought that her glasses might fall off of her face mm-hmm. or she would not be able to dig them out of her handbag. But she was seen recently stepping out uh, in a pair of white frame 
shades with something that many retirees will put it in in that way where it was an eyeglasses chain yes this one made from pearls mm. knowing Gigi they could have been real pearls too. very we don't Chanel know. of her yes she was wearing um, a Rolling Stone tie-dye hoodie light wash carpenter jeans and black Doc Martin boots but the important thing was her granny chic look of her chain for her glasses I know I love how they call it granny chic yeah now what do you think you know, I see women wear them all the time. Do you I, really? I do. I there's a particular there's a makeup artist. Her name is Tara Heinrichs, who wears chains on her glasses all the time, and she makes it look really chic. She's also a classic Ford model. Oh, so okay. Um, but very interesting. I think it's a really great thing to have. I think they come in all different shapes, sizes, colors, and prices. Yeah, they're amazing. I mean, Gucci has shown them Balenciaga. Um, some for five hundred dollars. I lose sunglasses all I, the time. I think I need to get one. Well, I just hate them. Do you? <laughs> well, you know what? Maybe the difference is. But you're an earring person, so maybe that's why. You love earrings. Yeah. So, but I, I don't know. I, for some reason, and maybe this is the difference. I think if you're really young mm-hmm. and wearing it, it can look chic. I think people who are older, it just does remind me of being an old lady. But you know, this, I, I just, I don't, you know, I mean, I know that now they're making them yeah, much more fashionable. They are. I just somehow, I don't want something hanging around my neck. But there was other than one, diamonds. there was one in particular Did you get that? within the, do I say. said other than diamonds. Well, what do I want around my neck? I don't well, want glasses around my neck. They are a girl's best friend. Indeed. You know. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> but I will say within that article there was the one pair that was like a gold really refined gold chain yeah. with the black glasses with the gold. Didn't you think that was chic? Yes. I I it isn't that the, and even hers. I mean they they were pretty. They, yeah. I I just am not going to be wearing my glasses around my neck. I just don't like it. Well, I don't have to. You're too busy wearing your diamonds. <laughs> you bet. Yes. You expensive lady. You. Okay. So then we move on to another. I mean, it, it's not new, but I guess it's bigger. And so it becomes newer. <laughs> bigger. The, what they Keyword. called, what they called in the HuffPost, the ridiculously puffy sleeves. For yes. spring. You know, we showed, there've been a few weeks when you weren't here where we showed these <laughs> Unbelievably huge hats, sun hats. I saw those. And then the large totes that you could fit yourself into. Totally. And now we are seeing dresses or blouses and all with puffy sleeves that are just unbelievably big. And obviously all of the uh, fashion influencers on Instagram are are wearing these or showing this. These... um, what do you think about those? I'm okay with the puffy sleeve. I mean, I think it was a huge 80s thing that like is being revived. Of course, these are some of these look. It doesn't mean that they're all this way. No, some aren't quite as big as others. Yeah, but I mean, there's an exaggerated trend that they're obviously showing in a lot of designers. And yeah. like, you know, I mean, Marc Jacobs was showing a really exaggerated one. I mean, they've just been everywhere. I think the thing is, if you are interested in something like this and this suits you in your fashion arena, you just have to pull in your waist with it. Oh, you know, you got to belt it in. You got to figure it out. Point. There's a silhouette that you have to create. It's a little drag queen, you know, oh, don't you think? I mean, oh, like I didn't think the about puffy that. sleeves, that that whole look yeah. it does. It looks like you're living your best drag queen, but <laughs> pull in your waist <laughs> and you cinch know, it in. I think the other thing is you have to dis- you have to look at yourself and see your size. If you are short. Right. As I am. 
almost non-existent short. It doesn't mean you can't wear a sleeve that's got a little puffiness or some style to it. You would only need two ruffle. <laughs> yes, but you just can't, you know, overdo it. If you're a six six foot tall model, um, absolutely, and skinny, and right. and as you say, put the belt on. Yes, it can it can look dramatic, but I, and I think you'll find them in all different varieties. You know that can work depending on your height and your size. Well, and the other thing too is remember, if you're a woman that just wants a little bit of a way of wearing something, and maybe you are trying to think about something covering your arms, you can also shrug it off the shoulder a little bit if you're working with that. It also yeah. is really nice. It can be really nice. You just have to know how to style it appropriately. It's all about proportion. It is right. Yeah, but so, when you came to Art and Bloom, I showed a black and white look where it was shrugged off the shoulder a little bit with some puffy sleeves. And yeah. people really liked that because it was toned yeah, down. Yeah, no, and I certainly do have some blouses now with, with the puffy right. sleeve, but it's just got to be in proportion for, Absolutely. for your size. Absolutely, key point, proportion. So I would say that we like them. I like them, yes. yes. Okay, so we have time to talk about this other story that I thought was interesting, and I'd like your take on it. Um, I saw this in Who, What, Where, and it was five trends not to wear, yeah. not to wear with ankle boots. Um Allie and I talk about ankle boots all the time because she loves them. Me, not so much. And the reason I She does love an ankle boot. Yes. Yeah. And I'm not saying that they're not fine with pants. I do not think, even on a woman with really lovely legs, I just think it cuts you off. And so it's just not my favorite look. Yeah, exactly. Um, But they are a staple and will be around for a long time. But there are some trends that they say you should go a different route. So let me get your take. First one they say is the A-line mini skirt. And instead of wearing angle boots, they suggest a knee-high boot. Well, I agree with that 100%. And, you know, I'm looking at this article right now and looking at these images. They've The way that they've paired it, of course, is a little bit more monochromatic. You know, they're looking at that. But I agree. You you would simply cut your leg in half if you did an ankle boot with something like that. It would yeah. look terrible. Okay. And I but I love a boot with a skirt. Do you? I do. Uh, you like an ankle boot? I mean, of like a more knee length boot with a skirt with an oh, A line oh, skirt. Oh, yeah. Which is what okay. they're they're saying to right. do. That's a great look. Yeah. No ankle boot with an A line okay. skirt. Uh, baggy jeans. They suggest that you know these are kind of the grungy look, right. more of a lived in look that. It's going to look fresher if you wear sneakers. I love, I agree, that's nice. But if you're somebody who likes a little bit of heel with your kind of baggy jeans and that kind of look, you're not going to see the ankle boot. So you could go that way. You could still do it. Yeah, absolutely. The prairie dress, which I don't, want to wear anyway um they say (laughs) that you it's well it's this whole boho look yeah exactly that wear cowboy boots instead i don't like that see i didn't either i just it it's kind of annoying yeah what would you wear would you you think an ankle boot i think that's where you would dress well if you're going to do a prairie dress and you want to do some kind of flat just make it a cute flat you know that's what i think too oh grant we think alike okay um suiting and what they mean by that is you know like a a pantsuit but a lot of these oversized ones and they say instead of wear you know to make it a a more tailored silhouette instead of wearing an ankle boot wear a strappy sandal you know but i think that's i don't i don't agree with that one i think a strappy sandal with a suit can look really tacky and cheap oh you know i mean if you're gonna if you're gonna go for a heel yeah just make it a nice classic pump 
Oh, okay. And yeah. a color, you know, dress one it up of, with a color, go know, for a different statement. One of the the pictures that they showed, right. the suit was so oversized. I mean, right. the pants were huge and they, they had were. long. You almost couldn't even see the sandal, but they almost looked too delicate. Right. But that would it. be the same thing if you had a really cute ankle boot that was in a particular color. You wouldn't see most of it anyways with the pants. Yeah. So you can figure it out. Okay. And last but not least, the statement pant. They say like they, they yeah. showed examples of like a, a pant with a feathered trim bottom. And or then they showed that weird kind of printed. PJ, yeah, like, like a PJ pant. Print. And they said wear a kitten mule instead. Yeah. Now that I would agree with. Yeah. I mean, that's a nice summer way to do that. You definitely with a with a print pant. Oh, an ankle boot? Oh, I think it would be awful. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So we sort of agree. So, I mean, I, some of those are, are kind of good ideas, I think. Don't yeah, you? Yeah, absolutely. Um, the one trend that we probably don't have a lot of time to talk about, but I know you have a lot of these, are the embroidered tapestry tattoos. Oh. Right? I'm living for this, though. I suppose. Are you? Yeah, okay, I, you know, it's I have tattoos. Whole, yeah, I know you do. This is the whole idea. They're really just ink, but right. because of the bright colors and the outline in black, it makes it look like they are embroidered. I'm and going three-dimensional. right out to get that now during the commercial break. I would actually get one. And we will be back with another hour of Shop Girls right after this.